Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. And in this video, we're going to be finding out that another really, really great project from the Cosmos ecosystem that gives preference and precedence and priority to privacy. Hello and welcome to the Crypto Rich Podcast. This audio podcast is derived from content from the Crypto Rich video channels and may contain references to graphics and images. For the full Crypto Rich video experience, please see the links in the show notes. The information presented in this podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal, financial, investment, trading or any other advice. All of the information presented is general in nature and is not specific to you or anyone else. Do not make any decision, legal, financial, investment, trading or otherwise, based on any of the information presented in this podcast without first consulting a licensed professional. You understand that you use or rely on any and all information provided in this podcast at your own risk. Hey, <laughs> hey, Carter, thank you so much for making yourself available. This is your second of many, many visits to my yes. channel. Now, you, know, you are one of the developers at Shade and Silk. We're going to be going into them in a series of videos. So please do subscribe, bit.ly Crypto Rich Odyssey. If you're watching this on YouTube, well, you may not see all the videos on YouTube because YouTube censors and I post way more on Odyssey. Also follow me on Twitter, Crypto Rich YT, and join my official Telegram announcements channel. All the links in the description below. Okay, Carter, we are recording this on Saturday, the 3rd of September. It is midday in the UK. And what time is it there where you are? Uh, 5.30, 6am ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's very early <laughs> o'clock where you are. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me on, though. It's always, it's always a pleasure to hop on here and tell the story of, of Shade Protocol and let the world know about the amazing stuff that's in the works over here. So Yes, fabulous. Okay, so we're going to do three videos. One is a, an overview of Shade and Silk. Another video, we can do a short video on, you know, people may know who are in the crypto space about what happened with Luna and Terra. And we'll talk about how Silk resolves all those issues that plague Luna and other stable coins and also Bitcoin as well to a certain extent. And then the third and final video is going to be the exciting things that are coming up with Shade and Silk, including an airdrop. Now, if you're new to mm -hmm. it, you really should subscribe because you know what an airdrop is? An airdrop is free money. Free money. That's it. Okay. All right, Carter. Do you want to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Carter Wetzel. I've been in the space since 2017, which, you know, four years ago wasn't an impressive number, but now it's 2022 and that's half a decade. So it's crazy how the how the time goes by. Um, spent three years writing a book. I'm a published author. You can look up Building Confidence in Blockchain, Investing in Cryptocurrency and Decentralized Future. Um, and during those three years, just deep dive and research, fell in love with the space, fell in love with the domain. And during that time, realized there's some serious problems in this domain, specifically tied to stable coins, specifically tied to privacy. So that led me to uh, Secret Network, which is the L1 that Shade Protocol is building on top of, the tech stack that we're building on top of. And now we're very, 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 very close to launching Silk which is the flagship stablecoin product that we'll be spending some time talking about today. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Yes. And you and I did a much longer interview a few months ago 
about Shade and Silk. We really went into it in depth. This is going to be a much, much shorter version. So mm-hmm. um, give us a broad overview of Sh- Shade and Silk. They're both part of the secret network ecosystem, which is, I suppose, within the much larger Cosmos ecosystem. Yes. So Shade is the treasury and governance token of Shade Protocol. And what Shade Protocol is, it's a whole set of privacy-preserving financial applications. So we have a lending product that's going to be launching within the next month or two. We have a decentralized exchange called ShadeSwap launching the next month or two. We have bonds launching literally the next two weeks. Staking derivatives have already already been launched. And if some of those words you don't you don't know what those are, that's totally fine. the The point is that we want to bring privacy to decentralized finance because right now it's completely public. And when things are completely public, there's people that can front run that information. There's people that can leverage that information. There's all sorts of risks that this promise of total transparency has brought to the table that as time has gone on, we've realized the feature can also be a bug at the same time. And so we believe that we need DeFi that has granular privacy that protects users that also has a path to auditability and, and um compliance in essence we want users to have sovereignty over their data and so that's the vision of shade protocol now what's silk right silk is before you go into into silk right because i really want you know if people are new to crypto there's just a few things i just want to highlight very quickly right so um thanks to decentralized finance i didn't tell you this carter me a social worker child protection social worker i've been able to pay off our mortgage this year and that was really from the decentralized financial applications when Osmo launched in June 2021. And I've done a fair number of videos on that. We've done really, really well. Um, And what decentralized finance is, is instead of centralized finance, which is controlled by banks and government institutions, and there's counterparty risk and you're dependent upon other agents and stuff, this is peer-to-peer, people-to-people, interacting with smart contracts, programmable money, working stuff out. And you've talked about some applications that are going to be launched on on the Shade Protocol, which are private because for centralized finance, you know, we we have holdings in stocks and equities and stuff. It's not public information. I don't want it to be public information, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Who does? So what Shade does is bring privacy to that world of decentralized finance. Uh, and, and I think just something to point out, right, if the, the lighting's a little bit obscure and stuff, Cottage, where you are, right? We don't get to see your, your resplendent, radiant, handsome self. One, because it's 5.30 in the morning. And do you want to say, <laughs> what was the other reason? Well, the, the other the other reason is it's uh, 5.30 a.m. I live in a, a house with five other folks. And I'm, I'm outside in a little sunroom because it's soundproof. And it's far away from everyone else sleeping. So if I have this sketchy little setup over here, it was for you guys. I did it for yes. you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, it is. This there's something poetic about that because this is the life of an author, and I don't just <laughs> a literary author. I mean a blockchain author as well, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to do. You got to do what you got to do to get the the content out to the folks and educate people. And if that means you wake up at five thirty a.m. and you're practically out on the porch, that's what you. That's what you do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. On after that little interlude, and I'll have all the links to Shade Protocol in the description below and stuff. Actually, one other thing I want to ask: all these projects that are launching, um, that are due to launch on Shade, are they um, airdrops? Some of them, all of them. Maybe? Yeah. So it's interesting. So the airdrop for Shade Protocol was tied to staking on three networks. It was if you staked on Luna. This is pre-crash, by the way, for any of you who've heard of Luna before. Anyone who is an Atom staker, 
and anyone who is a secret staker, specifically from November 7th to December 13th of 2021, uh, which is a long time ago, actually. But if you were one of those lucky people that qualified for the snapshots way back in 2021, every time we release a new product, a new percentage of the airdrop is being unlocked. And this gives that original community a reason to come back, see the progress, and celebrate it, wow. right? And interact with the products themselves. They're one of the few projects that are doing a multi, multi-airdrop multi uh, rollout. And there's a couple people that were like, hey, like, why can't like new people kind of qualify for the airdrop? And that was a technical technical constraint at this point. And there's, that is kind of the reasoning behind that. So if you didn't qualify for the airdrops, we apologize. Best way is to just... Start using the products, grab yourself a position by buying it off of a decentralized exchange. There's still You're still super, super early uh, to this community if you're interested in what we're building. But very, very exciting times for those who did qualify way back. Great. And we'll talk more about the airdrops on the third video as well. Okay. Let's see. Now, Silk, Silk Protocol. Yes. So... We've talked a little bit about Shape Protocol, this unified set of applications that are easy to access, that have privacy, that has the sovereign key for users. So what is Silk? Well, before we can talk about what Silk is, we need to do a quick history of crypto and some of the problems that have emerged. So we'll start with Bitcoin. Bitcoin had, has this vision of being this global currency that can be transacted very rapidly. You don't need to be KYC AML, you don't need to have, you don't even really need to have an identity. You just need to be able to have access to the internet, have the ability to create a crypto wallet, and have some Bitcoin to begin moving things around, right? And so Bitcoin had this implicit promise of, hey, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be money, um, impartial to people. We're going to be censorship resistant. No one can stop party A from moving money to party B. And it's, uh, it's a very powerful, scarce digital resource. But one of the problems that emerged is that Bitcoin is not actually a stable asset. If I'm someone that's trying to participate in the consumer consumer economy, um, like let's say I go up to an ice cream stand, there's actually there's actually a joke where it's like, hey, I have my one Bitcoin, I'm about to buy the ice cream cone. And then as I'm buying it, just kidding, I actually need two Bitcoin to buy the ice cream cone because the price has so much volatility that during the time that I want to purchase the item, the price has fluctuated, right? And so this is actually like really, really bad for like merchants and consumers because stable prices are an important part of accurately, consistently conveying information for the exchange of goods that are, are about to be made. And so Bitcoin really nails this, this, this scarcity property of currency, the transactability of it all, the ease of use. I mean, it's a little slow, but overall, it does a really good job with a lot of different promises, but stability is not one of them, right? And so to solve this problem, we started to see this idea emerge. Is it possible to create a digital asset that's pegged to something that's stable, right? Bitcoin's this free-floating thing. What if we made an asset that was, you know, had some of the same properties of censorship resistance decentralization, really fast transactions, with easy access, but we didn't have that volatility. And that's what a stable coin is, right? And initially, there were some centralized issuers of these digital assets. Tether is one, maybe you've heard it before. USDC is another. And what these are is these are, these are companies that apparently have dollars in their bank account. 
anytime they issue the digital version of these dollars, you can always redeem them back for those dollars sitting in those bank accounts. But as collectively, the crypto community looked at this and went, wait a second, like these are really helpful tools because those digital dollars, these stable coins, they're stable, but we're trusting a centralized entity that could freeze those transactions, have control over that supply. That sounds a lot like things like sets of attributes that we're trying to escape from in the world of crypto. We want to have these permissionless decentralized systems not controlled by single actors. And so, you know, post Bitcoin, Tether and USDC solved some very real stability problems, but we can do better. And this is where decentralized money really started to take off with projects like MakerDAO with the launch of DAI. And DAI is a decentralized stablecoin pegged to the dollar. So it really improved on our the centralized piece of issuance. And instead, anyone can create DAI if they put up enough collateral such that as the collateral underlying collateral backing, it changes in value. There's a system of levers and pulleys that pull the stablecoin out of circulation to ensure that it stays at the target peg. And DAI, DAI to date has done is, is awesome. I, I, it's north of 10, 15 billion worth of DAI. Like there's, it's doing super, super well. And so lots of projects saw what DAI was doing and said, hey, we want to recreate that. So we started to see this explosion in other stablecoin projects because there's so much demand for stable assets that don't have a lot of volatility that can be used in commerce. And this is where we saw projects like Terra emerge with, uh, with UST and Titan. And many stablecoin projects have launched and have failed. It's very difficult to launch stable assets in a world of volatility. So how does this, how does this lead to Silk, right? We kind of talked about this narrative. Where does Silk come in? What is Silk solving? There's a couple of observations that we've made about the stablecoin space. The first is this. There's no privacy for stablecoins. So if you go up and just like with that, you know, with the Bitcoin story, really any cryptocurrency, privacy is very lacking in Web3. If I go up to a merchant and let's say I have $10 million in my crypto wallet and I buy, I buy a hot dog, the cashier register, they are tech savvy enough, could actually go and check my crypto balance. They could check every single transaction I've ever made since the beginning of time. Because in Web3, with chain of custody and all of your transactions, everything's actually, it's immutable. That's one of the promises of crypto and blockchain is everything's immutable. And because there's a lack of privacy, everything is out there for the world to see. So once you get doxxed to your wallet, there is genuine security risks that you're incurring. And so we believe in order to bring stable coins to digital commerce, to merchants, to the world, there has to be a degree of privacy. And so Silk has this transactional privacy that also has a path to auditability and compliance. That's the first thing we wanted to solve for was privacy. The second piece was uh, another interesting observation. We noticed, hey, all these stable coins are pegged to the US dollar. How can you say you have a decentralized stable coin if what it's pegged to is a centralized monetary system that you and I don't really have a say in, right? We're just kind of along for the ride and we, we don't really get a choice in what the federal reserve does we don't get a choice 
with inflation and all, and all these different components. And so right now in DeFi, people are earning 10, 15, 20% yield, but there's this invisible 11 to 12% inflation that happens in the background. You have all these different global shifting economies and everyone's currencies are, are changing in valuation compared to each other. It's all this volatility that normal folks, they don't know how to hedge against it and they don't know how to operate within that paradigm, right? They're just living their lives. And so silk is pegged not to one sovereign currency. It's not pegged to the dollar. It's pegged to a basket of global currencies and commodities. We're talking Bitcoin, gold, Canadian dollar, US dollar, euro, JPY. There's a whole host of items in this basket. And so when you hold silk, you are essentially hedged against global volatility and inflation to a degree. It's, it's a super powerful tool. And what we're picturing is that Silk will eventually be this interoperability hub between all the other different currencies because it'll be safer for people to park their value in Silk. And then if you ever need to go back to the euro or the dollar, you'll always be able to trade out and go back to those different different currencies. So those are the, the, the big things that Silk solves for. Privacy, it's not pegged to a single sovereign currency. It's this diversified basket. And the third and final piece is stability, right? We've seen many different stablecoin projects break. A lot of that has to do with the decentralization of what collateral types are backing the stablecoin and backing the peg. And so we've continued to improve because we've continued to watch projects rise, fail, grow, succeed. And we've really landed on a model of over-collateralization that... Um, where assets are greater than liabilities for anyone in the in, in the world of finance will understand that terminology. Very good. Very good. Okay. So that's silk and that's shade. We've got a whole bit, bunch of stuff that's coming up with those projects. They're part of the secret ecosystem and the cosmos ecosystem. And your, your explanation of silk was pretty, I thought, pretty comprehensive. But we're going to dig into it a bit more in our next video because one of the things that we're going to be talking about is what happened with Luna. You know, I have a, a very good friend of mine who pretty much put all his crypto holdings into Luna before it before it collapsed. And I did videos on Luna. I thought it was really, really great. And I had a little bit of Luna because always be diversified and do your own research. Yep. Um, but that didn't work out. So we'll talk about that in the subsequent video and also talk about what, what in another video what's happening in, for the future because it is rather exciting. It is rather exciting, right? Anything you want to say, Carter? Any before we finish up on this bit? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, Silk is this, it's this very grand experiment uh, that's never really been done before in crypto. Uh, the idea that we can have, like, that we can have a stable coin that isn't pegged to a sovereign currency and that we could have this decentralized basket and that governance would control the, the basket and its, and its destiny and we have this privacy um, there's so many pieces of it ethos wise, I think resonate with people. And if you're interested in learning more, I would invite you to come join the community to learn more about it, to get involved. In fact, the basket itself was designed by different community members that went out and did research. They spent months wow. and months and months. And they're just community members. These are people that we've never met. We're talking about three, three, four, five people in the community that spent months working together to design the basket and back test it for volatility. We have members that are getting super involved into governance. The way the DAO is managed, 
has a lot of flexibility. There's different assemblies that manage different components of the protocol. And so the long and short is like, there are so many ways to get involved in this. If the ethos resonates with you and what this could unlock for everyone, have a currency that, that looks like that. And I just invite you to join the community. So fabulous. And I'll have the links in the description below and thank you so much. And actually we, we may expand on this more in the next video, but in terms of the multi-currency basket, it's the direction that the world is moving in. Mm -hmm. That seems to be happening. Okay. All right. Uh, Carter, thank you so much. Anybody who's watching, if you have any comments or questions, put them in the description below. If you are already involved in the Cosmos ecosystem or the secret ecosystem or the growing shade ecosystem, give me, throw me some ticker symbols as comments. Your comments do help. Follow me on Twitter, CryptoRichYT. Join my official Telegram announcements channel. And between now and when I see you next, keep filling your pockets with shade. This is CryptoRichYT. Crypto Carter signing out. All the best. Bye-bye.